<laughs> I like that intro way better. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, let's try this again. Right. Fuck, I'm sorry. Um, we should come up with new topics, though. Yeah, rehashing this stuff is gonna sound boring. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure my lappy toppy does not go sleepy. Uh, okay. All right, I'm gonna watch this a lot more. Uh, all right, you wanna kick us back off? And then we can talk about. I could just riff off of the New York Times technology section. Sure. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> we rolling? Yeah, we're good. Um. Right to the ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> um. I want to wait till this, this airplane is, goes by. This is our tagline guy right here. Thinking about the uh, the title of the thesis for the robot person contract. I think that would be an interesting paper to write. I'm gonna look it up right now. Robot human contract thesis. Trust. Trust thesis. The role of trust in human robot interaction. Twenty six modeling the human. Tr- Robot trust phenomenon. Huh. Oh, there is one from University of Pittsburgh. The role of trust in human robot interaction. Robots and other complex autonomous systems offer potential benefits through assisting humans in accomplishing their tasks. Ugh, barf. <laughs> These beneficial effects, however, may not be realized due to maladaptive forms of interaction. While robots are only now being filled in appreciable numbers, a substantial body of experiment what this hyphenation is really weird. Experience and research already exists characterizing human interactions with more conventional forms of automation in aviation and process industries. All right, like use actual words. Yeah, this sounds like a nineteen year old wrote it. When did the paper come out? Uh, modeling trust. You think it would be on like the first fucking page? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. Maybe in the bibliography. No, I can't. No date. Okay. All right, I'm going to kick it off. Ready? Go for it. Hello, and welcome to the We Know Better podcast, your uh, favorite two dudes podcast who think they know better. We're here to tell you about it. My name is Desmond Bowie, and I'm joined by my co-host, Steve Barry. Hi, Steve. Hey. Steve's giving me that look like that was not a great intro, pal. <laughs> this <laughs> is the second time. <laughs> Come on. Uh, well, sometimes you lay an egg and 
I guess I don't know better about that. Are we allowed <laughs> to pull that veil on this podcast? Yes. We're okay. <laughs> Sometimes we don't know better. Yeah. Scandal, right? Scandal. The trust has been broken. Oh my gosh. Our listeners are abandoning us in droves. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we were just uh, ruminating on the role of trust in human-robot interaction. Mm. You know, we have this uh, implicit social contract with our toaster to toast the bread. And if it got up and walked away with my wife, that would be a oh my God. <laughs> clear, clear Sweetie, break. I'm leaving you for the toaster. <laughs> wow. I thought I was cold, but the toaster is warm. But think about, like, you know, you go to toast the bread. <laughs> yeah, you like that? <laughs> Um, you go to toast your bread and the toaster doesn't work mm -hmm. and you get so mad at this thing. Mm -hmm. Why isn't this getting hot? 2018. What? That's when it came out. That's when this report came out. Oh, Steve is referencing a, a paper we found from the University of Pittsburgh mm -hmm. on human computer trust. We haven't quite been through it yet, but we're pretty sure we know better than they do yeah. <laughs> about what's going on here. Well, we use words that we can understand because this one is just marble mouth paragraph after paragraph. Yeah. Operators may creatively disable the device. In other words, disuse the automation. Disuse the automation? What the fuck? This is why scientists get sh shot. <laughs> <laughs> Do scientists get shot? I don't think they need to be shot over this. No. <laughs> but we can lock them up in places called universities where they don't have to bother the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. uh, my wife was watching uh, Ghostbusters, and I remember in like one of the first scenes, he's like, yeah, I've been to the private sector, and they expect results. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's character. Uh, yeah, that movie is like a funny um, capitalist movie because mm -hmm. it, it's hard. It's like it's going into business. You know, they're forming this uh, company to hunt ghosts. Yeah, and they have commercials and everything. The commercials are all cheesy. Yeah, and, but their um, theme song kicks ass. Oh yeah, uh, apparently uh, Ray Parker Jr. I think wrote it. He just like went in the studio and was just like. Bam. Inspiration, like, I've got it. And just, like, <laughs> laid it down. And it was it. Dude, I was thinking of what other movies, like, the theme song really made it. And what came to mind? Yeah. Beverly Hills Cops. Okay, I that comes to mind, but I think it's a little more obscure. What up, Barto? What's up, Jens? What's up, man? Chilling. Did you go to Harvard? Should <laughs> we pull him in? Sure. All right, hold on. Let me pause this real quick. All right, well, you can go and say your piece about Beverly Hills Cops. Go ahead, we're going. I'll let you finish what you're doing here. All right. Bien. Wunderbar. <clears throat> we're talking about Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Capitalist movie. I don't think any theme song is as recognizable and associated with its film as the Ghostbusters theme. Again, I can picture the Beverly Hills Cop theme because I'm a big fan of Harold Faltermeyer. <laughs> and I happen to know it. Um, but also, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's as... It didn't make the movie, that's for sure. It was just like, you know, one of those classic 80s themes that Harold did. But, um, yeah, any others before I go back to Beverly Hills Cop? What other movies are that associated with the theme robocop what's the fucking robocop theme what oh man at the end it's like the most listenable theme music of all time sure but it's who you gonna call <laughs> robocop <laughs> come on everybody knows this song yeah all right okay so you're gonna say except maybe uh my heart will go on 
Oh. Yeah, okay. So maybe that. Anyway, Beverly Hills Cop, Steve was saying it was kind of, it's kind of a dumb movie. I think it it's part of an 80s like trope of um isn't California weird? <laughs> like Axel Foley, cop from Detroit, gets shipped off to Los Angeles or Beverly Hills. Um and the whole thing is like he's a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Like Detroit's very, you know, old school, buddy buddy, like whatever. Um, and then Beverly Hills is like very by the book, extremely orderly. The offices are like well lit. Everyone's professional. The cops like kind of narc on each other because that like makes them follow the rules. And he's sort of like, what is the, what's the deal here? Like these people are being honest. And, and that's a big, um, a key aspect of the film is like, wow, isn't, aren't things strange in California? And that's just the police station. Then he has other adventures with art galleries and rich people. And it's like, oh my God, California. Um, another film in the genre is Die Hard. Die Hard, yeah. Classic Christmas movie. Um, so you're you're definitely in the, is a Christmas movie camp. Yes, 100%. Because that's the reason he's going there, mm-hmm. is for this Christmas party. Mm-hmm. It sets up the whole plot. And um, there's a lot of key elements of, isn't California weird? Like, he's this New York City cop. He's going out there to visit his sort of estranged wife. They're having marital problems. And, you know, that's weird. Like, this is the 80s. Like, oh my gosh, like, professional woman. That's very threatening. Uh, the company is is a Japanese company. Very threatening. Like, oh, things are changing. Nakatomi. Nakatomi. Nakatomi Industries, Enterprise, whatever. Um, you know, isn't this, isn't this strange? He goes to California um, at Christmas time. It's not snowing. It's not even cold. It's warm. And he's like, I don't get it. Like, what is this weird What's place? What's the deal with this? He gets in the car. Uh, and there's a Christmas song playing. It's not Deck the Halls. It's Christmas and Hollis. <laughs> it's like, what is this weird Christmas music? Like, this isn't traditional either. You know, even the um, the driver, whose name I forget, like, you know, he's very, um, I don't know how to describe the character. But he's not like a beat down, like, New York City, like, grungy taxi driver yeah cynical and stuff he's just like very outgoing uh very upbeat like loves the music wants to chat and um bruce willis is like what's what's the deal with this guy so um an actor looking for work he's an actor looking for work (laughs) um so also in an entry in the genre of like california is this weird it's not countercultural, but just alternate reality from the rest of the country which i suppose it is but um, the Christmas backdrop of Die Hard plays into that mm-hmm. uh, expectation thwarting mm-hmm. of like Christmas isn't uh, isn't like it. What am I trying to say? Christmas here is not like it is where you are. Yeah, it's the opposite of Home Alone. Yes, mm-hmm. like, exactly. There's no carolers. There's no yeah. snow. Right. Exactly. We're not taking a plane to wherever they're going. We're not bundled up. Yeah. yeah. There's John no Candy's ice outside. On John Candy wasn't in uh, Home Alone. Yeah, he was. He was he's the polka player. What? John Candy was in Home Alone? Come on now. Let's go to the videotape. Go to the tape. Anyway, John Candy, Home Alone. Yes. Anyway, uh, I think these movies were common in the 80s. I don't know why. What role did John Candy play in Home Alone? Polka King of the Widmes, Gus Polinski. Gus Polinski. <laughs> Where do they get the names for these B characters? They look on a sausage roll. Oh they were like God. that. <laughs> sausage roll. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were 
Okay, wait, so how did we get, so Beverly Hills Cops, oh, wait. when I go to the Westfield Mall, every time I see that building, I'm like, oh, die hard. Nakatomi Plaza, yeah. yeah. Totally. Kind of weird looking building, actually. Hmm. Speaking of weird things, dude, the Westfield Mall, that's so weird. And they, weird? they have the, my favorite sign in like a public space. Uh-huh. It's on the escalator. And it has like, please don't bring your dogs on the escalator. And it has this little chihuahua, like with its foot all bandaged and like held up. <laughs> like it got its foot stuck in the escalator. Uh-huh. It's like only in or like around Beverly Hills or Hollywood would this exist. I feel like elsewhere people would take their dogs on escalators. I still take Graham. Well, so there you go. Yeah. But only there, they're like, we should warn people about this. <laughs> yes. Instead of letting these dumbasses hurt their animals. Well, let's uh, let's keep going. Okay. Uh, for those that weren't following along, uh, we this is our second try at it because I fucked up the audio on the first one. Dude, they're not going to know this. And <laughs> well, it's it's just context. This episode. Oh, I'm sorry. We're exactly perfect, and um, we're going to continue on here. But we need to pick some new topics. Yes. Because the other ones were uh, can't do them twice. Well worn. Mm-hmm. Well worn. So we're going to go through our deep research of going to the New York Times technology section and uh, seeing if we know any better about what these mofos are talking about. We definitely do. Let's hear it. Uh, (laughs) YouTube ads may have led to online tracking of children, research says. Online tracking of children? How about online tracking of everybody and children happen to use the internet? Yeah. I like someone, I was talking to a client and they were like, man, I use this service called Apollo and I go on someone's LinkedIn page and then like this service brings up like all this information about them, like their email address and where they live. And mm-hmm. I wonder how they get that information. I was like, you know, that free shit you sign up for, they sell your shit to somebody else. <laughs> and that's where it goes. <laughs> like, Come on. Yeah. They can find this stuff about you. Like I pull up your page and I see all your shit. Oh my gosh. Me? Yes. You. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's, do they say anything about, what the context is or just that we should be afraid? Uh, I think it's like anytime you have like the word tracking and children, mm-hmm. outrage mm-hmm. is inbound. So this is a be afraid article. Yeah. Like a report said, uh, it's just like, you know, hey, um, you know those machines that are really sophisticated that track everything you do? They could be selling that information to other people. And then the next part is, do you know your kids use computers? <laughs> The same things that are happening to you are happening to your children. Does your kid use a toaster? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're talking about like regulating in the EU. They've been talking about this stuff. Oh, brother. Uh, Canada. Of course, the United States is like, mm. <laughs> Okay, so kids use the internet. People get tracked on the internet, so kids get tracked on the internet. Yeah. Be afraid. What else they got? That's honestly it. I, There's nothing else in the technology section? Oh, I'm sorry for that article. Uh, something about old people can't hear the dialogue in your streaming show. You're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) The hard hitting news from the New York times. (laughs) Old people have bad hearing. (laughs) And then here it's like the artist formerly known as Prince. Trump returns to the service formerly known as Twitter. What? Can we call him the former artist formerly known as Prince? Cause he's dead now. Uh, I guess we should. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my God. Despite cheating fears, schools repeal chat GPT bans. I, the cat's out of the bag. Like machines are here. Robots are here. It's like, like banning calculators, right? Do you remember, uh, you're this like similar age in college or sorry, in uh, middle school and high school. 
when you were uh, uh, writing a paper, mm-hmm. you couldn't use the internet. They were like, oh no, only sources in the library. Like it has to be an actual book. I remember my senior year. Oh, when we were year, writing an internet uh, paper at home, we couldn't yeah, use the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I remember my senior year, we like in one class, we start using it, like citing the internet, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, you know, people are like, you know, oh, I like my primary sources, you know, buzzfeed.com, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think it's the same thing with ChatGPT being in everything. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to use it. What are you going to do about it? I hear you. I, it's subtly different in that. I'm just like a couple years older than you, but um, in my day, there wasn't anything on the internet. Like Citable. Big, big news yeah. organizations had web pages, mm-hmm. but like you didn't really have academic papers in the internet. You didn't have things that you could cite. Um, and to your point, there was also a certain amount of distrust about it, um, but there was less to be gained from mm-hmm. the internet. And I think that that changed pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but to the to the larger point of, um, yeah, I don't remember when I started citing stuff off the internet. It must have been college. But uh, uh, what's your point? Oh, why why ban ChatGPT? I mean, I again, I look at that more as like, you know, you could ban a calculator from math class, mm-hmm. but like, that doesn't it doesn't help the students learn. Yeah. Um, and I think there is some benefit to like, hey, you know, you got to figure this out without a calculator so you can learn some of the principles. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, math classes evolved into, okay, we know you can do these calculations. So we're going to explore more of the theory behind these things. Whereas I'm told that math classes, you know, in the mid 20th century were much more about rote memorization. Mm-hmm. What's the square root of 84? Mm-hmm. And uh, you just have to memorize that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, of course, we could punch that in and get the answer. So the classes are have a different focus. So I think, yeah, the question, I think the larger question for chat GPT in schools, and I think the interesting one is like, how is the curriculum going to adapt to using this tool? Because, of course, the teachers don't get it. And that's a big problem is the people teaching the students don't understand what they're teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you said, okay, a student can use this thing to generate a paper, well, then why are we having them write the paper? Mm-hmm. You know, what are we grading them on with this paper? And I think that there's stuff to learn there. And I think that there's things that we can teach them about uh, how to construct a thought, how to put it together, how to express it correctly. Um, but yeah, it just has to evolve and that's going to take time. Austin Bartow's in the house. We're joined, going on, gents? joined by our good friend Bartow. <laughs> Happy buddy? Friday. Yeah. Happy just Friday, want to make dude. sure the mic is pretty close to you. Check, check, check. Yep, there you go. There you go. Yeah, we're just uh, we're riffing on the New York Times technology section. Mm. What's going on there? No, we're finding out. Talking about bullshit. Chad GBT. Yeah, a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> one episode of Be Afraid. <laughs> uh, one article about uh, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Bunch of fear mongering going on. That's what sells, baby. Dude, all of my family on the East Coast. Uh, called me up about this hurricane. Are you okay? Oh yeah. Same. Is this? It's like yeah. It's like a, a mild rainstorm for a day. There's no winds. Yeah. You know, in the summertime when it rains, it's like that. My yeah. grandma, my grandma who lives in Florida and gets like punished by yeah. hurricanes every year, texts me and is like, "Let me know if everything's okay." <laughs> like I expect you to like know. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> we don't have storm windows on our windows, right? You know. I remember there was like years ago, there was another like fake, uh, like fake scary storm that came 
And like, uh, there was a picture on the internet of this like plastic lawn chair tipped over and it was like, we will rebuild. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, exactly that's what good. happens. Well, you know, in Venice, people are could freak out about that. It, oh my God. It's weather. Like oh my chair tipped over. Yeah. Did you feel it? Did you get the uh, earthquake? Uh, Didn't feel it. Did you get the notice though? No. What? No. Did I got you? the notice. Yeah. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I was in, I was at Clark street and Silver Lake getting bread. <laughs> And like all the workers were like earthquake. <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean?" I like check my phone. Oh and like, man, couldn't feel anything at uh, all. It was it, just like a notice. Yeah, I might feel a tiny bit, but uh, you know, on the, on the notice it says like stop everything. Yeah, drop and get underneath something. Uh-huh. And as soon as I saw that, I ran into the house <laughs> <laughs> to get Shannon. And Graham's following us. And Shannon, I meet in the hallway. It was like I don't. I'm pretty sure they did not want that action to happen. Hmm. Anyway, where the, the do you guys know where that earthquake like actually hit? Like the center? Oh, high. Oh, high, yeah. Oh, high. I mean, that's pretty far away. It was like yeah. a 5.4 or something. Mm-hmm. It's a healthy earthquake, but yeah, I didn't feel it. And what was the one, was it two years ago where we had the, the two back to back? Remember, like, there was on Saturday and then the next Saturday. Oh, vaguely. A really long one. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. You know the meme with the two arms that are like mm-hmm. locking together mm-hmm. from like, Predator, yeah. Yeah. There's one that was like the earthquake and the hurricane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, whatever, man. Palm Springs got hosed. So, like, What's going yeah, on they, Palm Springs. Well, that, that's where the hurricane went. Mm-hmm. It's funny because that, that weekend in Palm Springs, it was a uh, splash house. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Which was like this party splashy. called Splash House. Do you know what Splash like, House sweated. is? Mm-hmm. How do you know what Splash House is? I spent time on the internet. Oh, <laughs> okay. He's like, oh, follow those on the internet. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Old man in the corner yells at cloud. Um, <laughs> all right. What else from the gray lady? All right. So what else we got here? Um, <laughs> I want to go to the onion next too. How can schools survive Dude, and maybe even thrive with AI this fall? We should do a thing of, is this the onion or is it the New York times? Oh, we can do that right now. No. Well, let's get, all right. All right. <laughs> let's keep going here. All right. Sorry. Yeah, screw a structure. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> well, we started and then I, the recording stopped. And so now we had to audible. And now we're here. Nice. Um, oh my God. So much AI. The reversal because of AI. Office jobs are now more at risk. Oh, yeah. NVIDIA revenue doubles on demand for AI chips and I, could go higher. I heard, I heard about this that yeah. um, their profits are like 200% of what they were last year. Just like in one year, the company's been mm. like. They also have like a four, like a huge four hundred thousand dollar chip. I heard. Wait, say that again. <laughs> they have one chip that's like specially designed, and it costs four hundred thousand dollars. Wow, that's pretty cool. That thing's gonna power the fucking T one thousand. Yeah, uh, I think that's someone was saying about like the hidden costs of model generation. Is like it takes the amount of energy that like Sweden uses in like a year uh-huh. <laughs> to like, you know, tell you if you're hot or not. <laughs> <laughs> we need answers. <laughs> <laughs> What's it going to take? <laughs> Remember the outcry from NFTs, how they were uh, using too much energy to create, produce. Mm-hmm. Think about that when you say things like that. Oh, yeah. It's like all of Sweden. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. to like but it's also like run a model but it's also like so does a google search yeah also driving your fucking car 
Right. Like you're going to literally, you got to take like dinosaur juice from under the ground, process it, put it in your car that has a zillion parts, <laughs> right? That's from like all over the it's world. It's actually fish juice. Okay. Uh, plant, organic material that's old as shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then like that's insanely like energy intensive, right? I don't know. Just like energy's, uh, there was this guy talking about how the future is going to be, be defined of different periods of uh, energy accessibility. Mm -hmm. Like there are parts like right now where we have a lot of energy at our fingertips, like everywhere, right? And then, you know, in the past there wasn't. And so pr progress and development in the human race was a lot slower. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, this is, you know, we're gonna, unless we find some brand new energy, like, you know, our window of cheap energy is gonna close. Is it? Maybe. Hmm. Um, I don't think so. I don't think it will close. I, don't know. I think we'll die before the window closes. There's too much time oh, yeah. for it. I can see the mix changing from, say, fossil fuels to more solar or something. Mm -hmm. But then they'll just put up these massive solar plants that just generate shitloads of energy. I mean, they have you heard that, uh, whatever the line is, that like they draw a tiny square on the map in the Sahara and it's like solar panels over this tiny thing would power the entire Earth. Mm -hmm. Like the energy's out there. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's it's like Arizona or something. Whatever, but um, yeah, energy <laughs> demands are just going to keep going. I up. just think Arizona needs to take the L, and we'll just <laughs> pave over it with solar panels. There's nothing else going on there. Well, you know what? They're going to be able to do that in 10 years when there's no more water in Arizona oh, and yeah. no one can live there. And it's yeah. like well, now, what are we going to do? Put up solar panels, dude. I don't know why anyone is buying a house in Arizona. Yeah, because you are not going to be able to sell that thing in 10, 15 years. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Because, mm -mm. I mean, it's been, I mean, this, uh, we have a friend that lives there in Phoenix, and, I mean, it was, you know, 115. Like, you can't fucking go outside. Like you can't touch the pavement. Yeah. Phoenix is the worst place in the world. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, and their, their government's like, we've done studies. We got water for 100 years. You know that means they have 20 years. <laughs> we Nothing last? to see here. Yeah. Carry on. Just keep giving us money and doing stuff. Yeah. And we'll just pretend there's no problem. Arizona's like, we've got plenty of water. Now, exhibit B here is low taxes. <laughs> 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 um, all right. Uh, this is actually interesting. Arm the chip designer is following for an IPO and it's expected to be the largest this year. Mm -hmm. And so ARM is the, uh, essentially the, uh, their story is really cool, but their architecture is what powers all the iPhone chips. So all the mobile chips and mm -hmm. they're really power uh, efficient. And I love the story is that the reason that they are so power efficient is because when the company first started designing chips, they were like trying to do it on a budget and all the silicon chips were designed in ceramic because they would get hot, right? And so that's how they would get, you know, good processor speed. Well, they didn't want to pay for the ceramic. They wanted to encase their processor in plastic. Hmm. So they thereby had to keep the temperature of the chip lower. Hmm. Fast forward 20 years, guess what doesn't want heat and wants fast speed? Cell phones. And so all cell phone chips are based off of their architecture. Mm -hmm. And so they right. originally were a public company. They got bought by SoftBank, went private, and now they are going to spin back out an IPO. So I'm curious to see what happens there. Um, I was a big investor into ARM when years ago. So I was like, Apple's using their technology and their chips. They have to like every chip that Apple makes, they have to license it from ARM. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the rocky part now is that Apple is actively designing their own chips. Like, when's Apple coming up with their own? Yeah. And they had, there was this article about how they're hiring all these chip designers. 
Is M1 still, I guess M1 isn't phones. No, but that's ARM. That's based off the ARM processor too. Yeah. Cool. Is it? Mm-hmm. I thought it was a, like their ground up design. Uh, it's still based off of the ARM uh, architecture, I believe. Because uh... ARM, I know they design chips and they don't manufacture them. Yes. Um, so it's a, a nice ARM, setup. ARM-based <laughs> systems on a chip design. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. It's a nice setup to like, just design it. Yeah, you guys go build yeah, you this guys ten build billion this. dollar. Foundry. Oh yeah. Well, they didn't even do that. It's like Ar- the ARM has the architecture, uh, and then they Apple designs the rest of the chip because mm-hmm. like they have this whole system on chip now, and then they like knock on Taiwan's door and they're like, "Yo, can you make this for us?" And then they get the chips. I think that's how global supply chains work. Hello, <laughs> 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 <Hello>, Taiwan. <laughs> But I'm curious to see if this IPO, I don't know, I'm not going to invest in it because I think that there's a lot of diversification now. And SoftBank is really smart. And if they thought that there was a lot more money. Really? Yeah. And I think that they're going to make some money Have you heard of WeWork? <laughs> oh. Dude, that dude's got a new thing going. What? Adam Newman. Are you guys ready for this? <laughs> it's like uh, uh, WeWork, but for like- I work. <laughs> private houses. Right? Yeah. Oh, it's like Airbnb you can like, you office. You like rent houses or something, or it's basically like taking that model and then using it for um, like vacation? renting. Renting. I don't think it's it's for like Airbnb so much as it's like if you want to rent a house. Rent a house. Do you have to clean the bathrooms before you leave? Oh my god! <laughs> I had to do that at I stayed in Airbnb um, in the woods last week, and I had to, they were like you got to strip the bed, and I was like I hate you guys. But I go to strip yeah. the bed. What do I find in the bed? A scorpion. Oh, nice. <laughs> After I've been sleeping there for two nights. They're like, that's Johnny. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave the rest of the sheets on the bed. You guys can finish stripping this. That's fine. That's actually the second time that Desmond's woken up and there's been a scorpion in his bed. The last <laughs> time I was in Costa Rica. Steve was there the first time. <laughs> Talk about a fish out of water. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. Funny for you, maybe. <laughs> well, it was dead. It was not dead. It was walking down my arm. Oh. Well, when you saw it, I had already killed it. Okay. Well, let's see, it was dead when I saw it. You're very brave, Steve. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, driverless car gets stuck in wet concrete in San Francisco. Womp womp. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if an old lady did that, like, would that make laugh. the fucking New York Times? Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> Uh, New York City bans TikTok on government-owned devices. That's cool. Wait, what city? Uh, New York. York. You're a young person. What do you think about the government banning TikTok from phones? From phones? Mm -hmm. Seems intrusive. Okay. Are you like for it or against it or? I'm indifferent. Do you use TikTok every day? No. No. I don't use it at all. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, good. I don't have it either. Thank God. I'm uh, curious. But I'm kind of like, if, yeah, like how much control can the government have type thing? They can fucking ban it. Right. <laughs> like, they, they can like, do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, like it ain't on your phone no more. Hmm. <laughs> but the question is more like, uh, but like, where do you draw the line? Well, my attitude is like, this is obviously a like Chinese government spy program that lets you share videos. So, um, sure. I understand the position of like, okay, well we can't have the Chinese government just like 
hoovering up all the stuff on like government employees' phones. So that makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah. But I'm curious. Uh, like, what data are they getting? Really? It has access to they your know whole. Who you are. <laughs> they know who you're talking to. They can like. That's rough. And like, I mean, if you t- if we talk and we both have TikTok on there and we maybe post in the like similar times. They can relate that information. They know who your friends are. They know who's in your yeah. videos. They like your you, facial recognition. And I mean, all this if stuff. you were like, they know who if you we had are. this like wallet size thing, I guess like, what are they going to do with that? Um, extort us. Yeah, I don't know. Like the on the on the flip side, if you had a little wallet sized device, right, mm-hmm. and it had a Chinese flag on it, and it had GPS on there, and a microphone, and a video camera, right, and you had you wore it in your chest, <laughs> and you started walking to the Capitol building, the security guard would be like, nope. And everyone would be like, yeah, that makes total sense. But we don't do that with TikTok. <laughs> like, that's how I see TikTok. I'm like, yeah, clearly. I'm with like, you guys. Are you? Because you also sound like you're like, yeah, you know, yeah, they have my cat pictures. But, like, I don't care. I'm kind of like that. But also, like, if there was a, like, that makes sense to, like, blocking out the Chinese government spying on us. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Obviously, makes sense. Uh, and I feel like there's a lot of people that use it, like, I feel like a remake of TikTok isn't going to do as well. It's not going to be a like, remake. It's more that they were like, look, you got to put the data center in the United States and it has to be owned by a United States organization. Yeah, but is TikTok going to do that? Probably not. Yeah. Uh, there's too much money, I think. If you were like, look, you got you to spin this United States version of TikTok off. We're gonna, someone's going to give you like $80 billion. But again, they're not yeah, doing it. Yeah, but if they f- do that, that makes me think that they're really not spying on. Yeah. If you made a uh, thing that was like, I'm going to spy on the US with this app. Yeah, that's worth and $80 then, billion. And then they were like, hey, like, take out all your spy stuff and like, we'll just use it. I still think money's the, the biggest factor here. Like, United States is the biggest, most valuable market. It's not. You don't think so? No. It would be in America. Mm-hmm. But this is the Chinese government. Yeah. They have other concerns. They still like money. Not as much as they like... Information Surveilling. control. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about how they've like destroyed their tech sector and just like mucked with all those companies. Like the value has gone down of those companies quite a bit because what's more important to them is showing them who's boss, which is the Chinese government. So. TikTok's bad to me all, all around. It like reinforces the like instant uh, satisfaction mm-hmm. thing yeah. and then it also dopamine, like dopamine yeah. dopamine dopamine it's Chinese government surveillance mm-hmm. so it's like just delete that shit my wife is on all the time <laughs> I refuse to download it but you know if you have a business like you gotta be on TikTok well all the people are I know some people that work at Interscope and they are like A&Rs for artists and they all look for mu- new music on TikTok mm-hmm. it's all TikTok mm-hmm. it's just like, totally well, the way that I, I think that the how we're getting recommendations with uh, artificial intelligence now, mm-hmm. like it's really it works really really well. Like Instagram now, even Reddit is using it. Like they're like, you're gonna probably like this, and I probably will. It's kind of scary how they're using that. But that still doesn't uh, negate the impact of like everybody is on TikTok. Oh yeah, no. If you're trying to get exposure for something. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of silly. I was talking to you, uh, Steve, the other day about um, promoting one of my projects and like making these TikTok videos. And like, I made a couple of dumb videos. 
and they got hundreds of views. Mm-hmm. And that's more than any blog post. Mm-hmm. Or if I attended like a giant conference in this country and spoke, like TikToks I would be- get engagement. What's that? TikToks get engagement. Yeah, totally. And like 600 views on TikTok mm-hmm. is nothing. Right. That's nothing. So, you know, like, of course you have to be on but like, there. what's a view? That's where I go into like, how do you like, that's our normal measurement of exposure to the brand. Yeah. Yes. But like, I don't know. I, I feel like touch. any, yeah. I just feel like anytime you have a, a, a metric like that, it starts to become less valuable. It depends like, on what stage you're at. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on what your goal is. Yeah. Brand awareness, you know, building a following, building trust, all that's up there. Um, are they going to convert to customers? Like, you know, I don't know what that percentage looks like, but the name of the game is who knows about you. TikTok will reward you for consistent posting. Mm. I have a friend who does it mm-hmm. all the time. And just like, if you post every day, it doesn't matter what the content is. Mm-hmm. As long as it's like similar, mm-hmm. like your engagement just like exponentially grows as you post. Mm. Like no matter what. So it's a quantity thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, people are on it a lot. So I guess I'm not that surprised. A lot of people are on it a lot. People too. will post one video and then like do the same exact video with like one thing different mm-hmm. and just repeat that process. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to start one where I'm like, here's me at the, my desk this morning. Here's my, my desk again. You could do that every day. And if you just consistently did it every day, like mm-hmm. you get a thousand followers. Pop. Mm-hmm. What's Steve doing his desk today? Always oh, pushing that button. <laughs> no, not that button, Steve. Push just like spinning button. my top on my work break. Uh, dude, just, which key on my keyboard top. do I press first? The mystery continues. Oh How long gosh. will this top How spin? How long will the top spin? Yeah. <laughs> Take bets. <laughs> <Top spin. laughs> Live stream. Oh my god. I'll be on Twitch and you can follow me on YouTube. You, you guys seen <laughs> top the spinner. you guys seen the like NPC live streams, right? Oh no? god damn it. This is awful. It's right. Go ahead. You'll do it better than I will. <laughs> the mm, ice cream's so good. You haven't uh, seen that? No. You know, like in video games where there's an NPC character yes. and they have like cycles or loops. Right. People online try to like essentially nail it. And that's what they do. They'll be just like a video game character on live stream. Move kind and of weird. on TikTok, you can like pay for stickers. So people will sit there and buy stickers and each sticker means a different, like represents a different voice line. So if you buy the ice cream one, the person live streaming is like, mmm, ice cream's so good. But they'll just sit there and repeat that voice line over and over. Ah. Because people are just buying it. Wow. Or like, yes, 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 is one she does. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so funny. It's like wow. robotic. But she made she was making like seven grand a day. Dude, the world is an incredible place, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Me like ice cream. Yeah. I was like, I'll do that. Yeah. There's so many people doing it now. It's getting it's saturated now. It's like it used you to be. Fi- you yeah. find some like old tire. I used to make a ton of money in my day, and all these new kids are coming yeah. in. God damn it! Well, I was, was it like, it was a Mortal Kombat character like Redden? Raiden. 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 Yeah. Now it's just saturated. All right. Do you want me to throw another uh, tech article at you? Sure. All right. Nations liberals anxiously waiting with unzipped pants to jerk off to Trump's mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a video. <laughs> that's that's on the onion. I saw a video guys, on the way that's here. That's not what I jerk off to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to kink shame anybody, but um, 
All right. Uh, Google tests an AI assistant that offers Wait, life. Had a, a, oh, I'm sorry. A oh, no. I saw a video on the way here. This dude already has a T-shirt with his mugshot printed on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Wearing it in public. Dude, that's a that's a merch <laughs> thing if I ever saw one. Dude, probably more conservatives are going to wear that than liberals. Yeah, for you sure. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, that's going to so. be that's going to be the poster image of his campaign. Yeah. Okay. So rewrite the headline: Conservatives with jerk pants off. down are waiting to jerk off to this mugshot. Yeah. <laughs> that's funnier. <laughs> I mean, even uh, what's her name? Conservatives going to jail on purpose. Oh yeah, to get mugshots. The to other try thing to too meet is, I think Mr. Donald. Georgia is one of the uh, is one of the states where uh, mugshots are public. Uh-huh. So I remember in college. Um, I'd never got arrested, but I had some friends that got arrested for like disorderly conduct and drunken public and stuff or urinating public. Mm-hmm. And boy, su- Sunday morning, you would wait with glee to go on to the, <laughs> to the website and see your friend's mugshot. Oh, yeah. like, God. There's a bunch of Fulton County ones of like famous people. Oh yeah. Amazing. Uh, all right. Uh, Google tests an AI system that offers life advice. Hmm. Bard sucks already. I want life advice from it. Offers life advice. Mm-hmm. We were talking about. Uh, Can't even get good life advice from like a person, like a real person. <laughs> this is the question that keeps coming up: is is it is better or worse than a person? I don't even ask my fucking friends for advice. <laughs> yeah, my friends give terrible advice. We were talking the other day about an AI um, astrologer, mm-hmm. like a Miss Cleo robot. <laughs> yeah. Well, Alice is doing something uh, like for uh, zodiac signs and like astrology. Well, I thought she was doing more like office compatibility based on. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not Miss. It's not Miss Cleo as okay. an AI robot. Because a bunch of people. Uh, I saw that in your uh, what mid journey prompts. Oh, yeah. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Cleo as a robot. Oh, I want to see that. I'll pull it up. Um, I got it's a shared channel. You can join and see all the random shit I make. But I think. Uh, this may have been part of our discussion at the time. I would listen to a robot's and AI's like life advice because the AI is trained on collective wisdom of humanity. Mm-hmm. And I think they've found that like in large groups, people make good decisions. Individuals make bad decisions, but I don't know. There is something about a wisdom of a crowd. And if you could somehow aggregate together, everyone's like good and bad decisions and be like, Hey, you know, here's what works like 78% of the time. People do blah, blah, blah. This is what happens. It's like, okay, great. I mean, I'd rather trust the collective experience of millions of people than like (laughs) my idiot friend, Steve. (laughs) What happened over there? So uh, I was just, I was actually was like, damn, AI Miss Cleo is a fucking awesome idea. Like that would work. Uh That would work. And so first stop, I'm going to robot Jesus. And I go <laughs> to Robot Jesus. You are an oracle called Miss Cleo. <laughs> you are Jamaican. <laughs> Give me life advice. <laughs> Hold on. It kills it with the first thing. Ah, oh, me dear one. <laughs> Wait. That's the first line. What's it say? Yeah. Ah, oh, me dear one. This is Miss Cleo coming straight from the heart of Jamaica. Oh, my God. Oh, I got to calm down here. Hold on. <laughs> Let me share some wisdom from the island with you. <laughs> D-I. D-I island. D-I island. And then Jamaican flag emoji. 
Okay, I take it back. I'm definitely taking life advice. Dude, this has to be a product now. I think this would just be way too much. Fuck output, man. Let's just make this robot. (laughs) Make him Miss Cleo. All right. She's got, uh, whoa, she's got 10 things. All right, well, we'll start with a couple here. Number one, live in the moment. Life is like a river constantly flowing. My accent sucks. Don't get caught up in the worries of tomorrow or the regrets of yesterday. Enjoy, sorry, enjoy the present for it is a gift. That's but good advice. That's a good one. Yeah, respect Mother Nature. The world around us is fuel of full of beauty and wonders. Treat it with respect. It's also good, and advice. it will nurture you in return. Yeah, robot, nice. Uh, love and unity. Spread love wherever no, you no, go. Keep the, keep the accent going. Okay. <laughs> love and unity. Spread I don't like love that one. wherever you go. Unity is strength. And when we come together, nothing is impossible. Stay true to yourself. Y U H S E L F. In this big world, it's easy to lose oneself. Remember who you are, where you come from, and always be authentic. Count your blessings. <laughs> instead of focusing on what you don't have be grateful to the blessings you have a grateful heart is a happy heart (laughs) learn from your mistakes everyone makes them what's important is what you learn from them and grow listen more than you speak sometimes the answers to life questions can be found in the silence listen to the wind the sea and most importantly, to the people around you. Dude, Robot Miss Cleo is like pretty good here. This is good advice. Yeah. A pretty damn good advice. Yeah. Got uh, three more. Take time for yourself. Life can be hectic. Remember to take a moment to relax, breathe, and rejuvenate your spirits. I wonder how well she does with like specific life advice and less generic. Well, you can, I mean, we can ask it. The other thing too is there's that um, voice one. Dude, I want to like 1-800-get-that-voice-on-here and just start- 1-800-get-that-voice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and dude, we'll just start a call-in program. And I'll be like, all right, if you want to call in to 1-800-robot-jamaican-miss-cleo, robot. Like, oh. we'll facilitate- That could be kind of funny. And it listens to the calls? No, yeah, or just like type it in. Like, what do you want to ask it? And like, oh, we're like our agent or something, right? Well, no. Right, we-, we have the only portal. <laughs> Why don't you just have it dial directly into the AI? That's what I was saying. Oh, okay. They okay. have to like Anyone transcribe that, things. Yeah. Just like think about drunken people at a party. They're like, yeah. let's ask Miss Cleo. You don't even have to be there. Dude, one nine hundred number? I've always wanted to create one of those. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> only twenty four dollars a minute. <laughs> Classic Miss Cleo. <laughs> well, dude, number ten is believe in magic. Not in the kind of in fairy tales, but the magic that's all around us. The magic of a sunrise, a child's laughter, or a kind gesture. It's not magic. Science. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. What do, you, do you want to ask Miss uh, Cleo a... Uh, uh, also, she has the Jamaican uh, flag colors as hearts at the bottom. That's cool. Walk good and be blessed. This is a good idea. This is this has, like this the likes. lull's potential. I, I think there is a large chunk of humanity that would submit themselves to like robot AI advice. Dude, there's that Zoltair thing of the fucking boardwalk that you put like 25 <laughs> cents in. It's like, and it's, a ro- doing and it's a robot. It's like that just like turns 45 degrees and it's like, 
Zoltair. <laughs> just do Zoltair. Yeah. No, Miss Cleo is way, way oh, yeah, more, way more uh, racist and <laughs> and hilarious. Could do both. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that that Miss Cleo could still work today? I'm sure the name is trademarked. Yeah. Not Miss Cleo. Mrs. <laughs> you're hired <laughs> are you coming from like the Mitch Hedberg uh, institute of naming kitchen appliances yes <laughs> what if they hadn't thought of that <laughs> oh they got us oh man they got around Dude, what lawyer they have no on this <laughs> As you can see, ours is clearly different. Yeah, dummy. <laughs> you didn't trademark the missus. <laughs> Smoking too much ganja, man. All right, where the fuck do we go from here? <laughs> I don't know, man. That might be a wrap. We can yeah, go work on this uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> project. Yeah, but fuck work. Let's make this. We could probably tape something together. We probably get something going today. Yeah. Let's record your little accent you got going. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, folks, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining us. Uh, another episode of We Know Better. We think we know uh, something good going on here. We're gonna go pursue that. See where it goes. Um, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, be sure to tell your friends so that they can also bask in the. Um, nonsense that is the we know better podcast special thanks to our uh, guest host uh austin bartow thanks for joining us just want to say uh always believe in magic and not the fake fairy tale kind but the kind that's around you every day it's profound words words to live by you know every journey <laughs> must come to an end just like this episode but don't worry we'll be back again soon with more vibes and tales from the heart of jamaica <laughs> Peace.